On today's show, we're going to be talking about how strong men serve their wives. Being strong is often portrayed as being able to kill a bunch of people or lift some huge amount of weight or being with a bunch of women. However, real strength is seen in how we treat others, especially those closest to us. How you love and treat those closest to you shows if you're really a man of strength or not. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. Today I'm going to be starting out with a story of a guy named Brett. Now, you may not know Brett, you probably don't. I only know him as one thing, as the ultimate waiter. When my wife and I were young and uh, just married and, you know, you don't have much money, so going out to eat was a big deal. And we went to a town nearby us and we went to Red Lobster. Now, I love seafood. I'm from the coast. And I know people would argue that Red Lobster doesn't serve real seafood and whatever. They have great cheddar biscuits. And that's really what most people go for. But we were going. And as a young couple who didn't have much money, that was a big deal. So we were going to go and we got this waiter and his name was Brett. And there was just something about him. Um, He was really good and he was confident in his ability in the restaurant. We had a great time talking. He really connected with us. We talked about the different dishes and all of these things happened and we just had an incredible time. And then he came up at the end and was like, hey, would you guys want some dessert? And he started describing the desserts. Neither one of us were that hungry, but we got a dessert just because Brett made it sound so good. We said, well, we'll get some and we'll split it. So we were splitting some brownie concoction of some sort, and he overloaded it with whipped cream and stuff just for the two of us to make it a special occasion. And you know, it's funny because from then on, Brett became the standard with which we held up all waiters and waitresses to. Brett was the ultimate server for us. And you say, well, Brett was probably just doing it to get a good tip. And he got one. He was that good. And the funny thing about it is I would never consider Brett a weak man because he served us so well. You know, serving today in our society is looked on a little different. Uh, A lot of people see serving as a sign of weakness. And that's really not the case, but that's the way our society communicates it. A lot of times people throughout history have wanted to be on the uh, giving end of serving. They want people to serve them but they don't want to serve other people. And you see, the truth is for us as men, being willing to serve someone else is really a sign of your great strength. And as a man in your life, you should seek to begin that process by serving your wife. See, this doesn't demean you as a man. It actually builds you up and communicates your strength to her and to other people. Now you say, well, Dave, I'm not married yet. Well, you need to understand how to serve too, because it will affect every other area of your life. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about how strong men serve their wives, and we're going to use that as the basis of how we as men should really learn how to serve others. And we serve in two main ways. We serve with our security, and we serve with our encouragement. Okay, if you want to be a strong man and serve your wife, the first thing you have to do is serve with your security. The key to serving your wife well 
is to be strong in your own security. Now, security isn't perfection. What security means is you have a knowledge of yourself. Strength comes from security and service flows from security. You see, secure men are strong men. They're strong because they don't seek their validation from outside things. They build up their validation from within. A lot of men live their entire lives seeking validation from other people. They want other people to think well of them or give them money or other things like that. And what they're lacking is an inward validation. So they're actually never satisfied. Now, a secure man doesn't mean that he's a prideful man or a cocky man, but he's confident in his strengths and he knows what his weaknesses are. Secure men aren't intimidated by others, so they're more secure. They don't let other people intimidate them in a negative way because they're secure in what they think and what they believe. Now, insecure men try to manipulate and they try to manipulate so they can receive validation from other people or other situations. They try to control situations or they try to control their image. And what they want is they don't want other people to think bad of them or to think negatively of them. So they'll try to manipulate every situation so everybody thinks well of them. And the problem with that is it often leads to them not being open or honest. And that comes into the home where they're not open and honest with their wife or for anyone else for that matter. A lot of guys who are insecure actually adopt a laid back attitude and they do it to kind of manipulate situations instead of being honest about what they really think or feel. See, a lot of guys will say things like, well, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. And it may really matter to them. They may really care. They just don't say it. I was like this my early years of marriage. Uh, the first few years of marriage, I lived with what I call a mask on of trying to be perfect for my wife. And, and I think my motivation was, was good in some respects. And I was also hiding other things that I was doing I didn't want her to know about. So I was trying to be the perfect husband. So you know what? We just did whatever she wanted. I just kind of had a, oh, it doesn't matter to me. But I wasn't being real or authentic. She didn't mind in some ways because we always did what she wanted. But my lack of security sowed seeds in those early years of marriage. And then later, when I started growing and developing, we had to work through that because I started developing my own opinion, my own attitude. And that was a big shift for her. And it was really wrong for me to put her in that place because what it was was after a few years of marriage, I began to change who I really was and what she was used to. So that wasn't fair for her, but it was really my fault because I had hidden behind this mask. Insecure men always seem to want to placate and seek peace over honesty and intimacy. And what it leads to is many men go passive and they try not to cause any waves at home. And what it does is it takes them out of their natural bent as a man to lead and be honest. Men are called to be leaders, but it starts with them leading themselves. But a lot of men have a misunderstanding of what that means. Leadership doesn't mean you know everything. Leadership means you're putting everybody in the best place to perform. And that includes you and your wife and your family. And this applies to you at work and everywhere. You have to start leading yourself. But your wife, you have to understand, is better at some things than you are. And you should be okay with that. 
You should let her thrive in her abilities. Insecure men can't handle that. Insecure men have to be great at everything. But nobody's great at everything. See, you want your wife to thrive in those areas that she's good at because she's going to be better at areas than you are. Just like you're going to be better at some areas than she is. And that's why you're together because you can make everything better together. Now, the negative outcome of passiveness in men is often seen when their wives try to control or nag them or push them. Men say they resent this. They, they don't like it, but they're often the ones who caused it through their own insecurity. You see, overbearing women only exist around insecure men. A wife becomes overbearing because the husband isn't fulfilling his part of the relationship. And what he's done is he's forced her to take on different roles. She's having to fill her role and his role because he's not doing it. And that's not fair to her. And what happens is it causes many relationships to deteriorate. And each side begins blaming the other. You see, an open and intimate relationship thrives in mutual strength and honesty. And as a man, you should be strong enough to say what you really think and feel. Men serve their wives best when they are in touch with themselves and are growing in that. In other words, you as a man, you need to deal with your stuff. You need to push yourself to stay healthy emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, because by doing that, you're going to serve your spouse and everybody else who you're around. When you grow, you become more secure. And that security is seen in how you serve your spouse and the other people in your life. All right, the second area, how a strong man can serve his wife is he serves her with his encouragement. Now, the truth of encouragement is that encouragement flows from knowing someone closely. You can encourage people a whole lot easier when you know someone well. When you know them, you know what to say, you know what motivates them, you know what helps them, and you know maybe what they need at different times. They may need you to, to console them. They may need you to kind of push them a little bit. They may need you to speak truth to them at times. And you can do that because you know what builds them up and what drags them down. And that's true with our wives, but it also moves into every other area. If you're a single guy, that your girlfriend is that way. Uh, you may have kids. You have friends that you encourage. You have coworkers. The more you get to know people, the better you'll be at encouraging them. And when you know them well, you can encourage them well. So as a husband, you want to serve your wife by encouraging her. And so what you have to do is you have to make learning her a priority. You should know her strengths and her weaknesses. You should know the things that, that build her up or the things that maybe she's not that great at or maybe she's self-conscious about and you can encourage her in those areas. Maybe she's really good at something, but she doesn't see herself in that way. Well, you can be the person who tells her, no, you're really good at this. You should do this. And you learn how to encourage her. Now, encouragement is different from coaching. Too many guys try to coach their wife. And, and the problem with that is it's going to cause issues because you're not called to be her coach. You're really called to be her cheerleader. Now, you can encourage her and help her 
if she asks for coaching in different ways. But in the end, you're not her coach, you're her husband. And you should be the one who cheerleads her. Now, it's funny, when I think of cheerleaders, I think when I played high school football, we had a group of cheerleaders. And the problem was we didn't give them a whole lot to cheer for. Um, we were three and seven every year. Uh, we, we, did, we just weren't that good. I mean, that's just the truth of it. Um, but the funny thing is they kept cheering. Even though we weren't very good, they'd be over there saying, you can do it, you know, and we're getting beat 45 to nothing. You know, there's no way we could do it, but they kept cheering. And, you know, it was kind of encouraging. Um, And so you kind of want to be that way to your wife. I mean, there are times you need to speak the truth and love and everything, just like she should do for you. But as men, sometimes we want to fix our wives. But you have to remember your job isn't to fix her, but to love her. It's not your role as a husband to fix everything about her, just like you don't want her to fix everything about you. You want to be the one who encourages her and builds her up and lets her know that, hey, I love you just the way you are. And your encouragement flows from that heart of love. And it's not out of manipulation or control. See, we don't like being manipulated as men. And we don't like feeling like someone's manipulating us. But sometimes we manipulate our wives. And what that does is that cheapens our encouragement because there's often an agenda behind it. You know, it's like the guy who never compliments his wife. And then, you know, on Tuesday night, he starts complimenting her like crazy. Well, she knows. She knows that later he's going to have an ulterior motive and he wants something to happen in the bedroom. So he's trying to, oh, let me throw some compliments out to her at five o'clock because, you know, at eight o'clock or nine o'clock or whenever, you know, I, I, I want to get something from her. Um, but that just doesn't work. And, and men have to remember that they're the instant pot and she's the crock pot. And you can't just throw a couple compliments at her and think everything's going to work out. She's not stupid. And what you want to do is not encourage, not compliment, not do those things with an ulterior motive. You want your encouragement to be genuine and out of a heart of love. You see, loving someone is knowing all of them and loving them anyway. Performance expectations are not motivated by love. Encouragement means that you believe in your wife, you believe in her dreams, and you want to help her get there. Many men are intimidated by their wives and their dreams. But a man should be someone who wants to lovingly serve his wife and build her up and see her growing. He should seek her good and her growth. And the truth is, a man of strength isn't intimidated by his wife's gifts or abilities. He actually celebrates encourages and helps them with it. You see, when your wife grows and develops to her fullest potential, she's going to remember how much you encouraged her and how much you helped her. And guess what? She's going to do the same for you. And you'll develop a house of encouragement for you as a couple. And then as you have kids, that encouragement will be in the whole house. And imagine having a home where everyone believes in each other and encourages each other. You see, if you start serving your wife, it's going to build a culture of encouragement in your home that will affect every member of your family. All right, as we wind down the podcast, we want to remember a couple things. One, you want to remember that strong men serve with their security. So what you want to do with this is you want to focus on how am I becoming more secure as a man? How am I growing? How am I developing? What am I doing to grow? 
emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, because all of those things affect your security. And the more secure you are as a man, the more you can serve others. The other thing you will remember is that strong men serve with their encouragement. You want to be someone who speaks encouragement. And really, this isn't just about your wife. It's about where you work. It's about the people you're around. You want to be that guy who's an encourager, not a discourager. Now, maybe this wasn't modeled for you. Maybe you didn't have that encouragement in your life. And, and I feel sorry for you. But here's the deal. You can make the choice now to begin modeling it for others. You can be a strong man. And the strong man is one who, even if it wasn't done for him, he's going to do the hard work so he can do it for others. Remember, being strong has nothing to do with how many push-ups you can do. I hope you can do a bunch, but that's not real strength. Real strength is seen in how you serve others. And when you become more secure, and when you give out encouragement, you'll be serving others, and you'll be living a strong life. been listening to the confident man podcast click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode you can connect with david on facebook and instagram at david the maxwell find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me that's theconfidentman.me